0: Now, let's move on to Christmas trees. Christmas trees are pagan. Clearly, they are pagan in every way. I don't even need to explain. No, let's get into the details. Okay, um, the Roman cult of Ashira. This is what you will discover if you search online. I will search. You search Ashira or Roman cult of Ashira. It will tell you over and over and over again. Countless websites, countless articles, countless "haha, gotcha" type you know websites that will say. That the Roman cult of Asherah, they would put a tree in their home and they would decorate it as part of their pagan practices. Supposedly. Because when you search for an actual historical source to support these claims, you find nothing. All you find is tons of websites with claims that, oh, we all know that cult of Asherah, they, they had trees and da da da. But when you scroll down to find their actual source notes, these are the types of sites that don't have notes, don't have any footnotes, don't have any references. Now, if it's out there that this Roman cult of Ashira somehow worshipped trees and put them in the home and had some pagan practices, there doesn't seem to be a lot of scholarly sources. I searched for scholarly journal articles. I searched for any any. I mean, all over. I spent so much time looking for just anything to support this. Couldn't find a, a single one. I think that um, we're safe to dismiss it unless somebody shows us otherwise. Because you would have to show us that they did this and then demonstrate how that somehow affected all of Christendom (laughs) into having trees as well. Um, Some say it's connected to the Asherah poles of the Old Testament, but then they're going to have to explain how it was that those Asherah poles, which were nothing like Christmas trees, turned into Christmas trees, moved over to a specific day of of the year that has nothing to do with Asherah, And then, of course, migrated up into Germany somehow out of Iran. (laughs) And wasn't in Iran anymore. It just doesn't make any sense. The Asherah poles were gone by the time of Jesus anyway. So, so those of those who've actually looked into that, you should let it go. (laughs) So let's, let's move on. Legend has it, now this is, I'll say legend because it's oral tradition. Okay, legend has it that Luther, as in Martin Luther, in 1536, he was walking in the forest and he looked up and he saw through the trees, these brilliant stars shining through the trees, and it made him think about how, how Christ left heaven to come and dwell amongst us here on earth. So that he then came home and he cut one of these trees down and he set it in the house and he decided to put lights on it to tell his children, hey, this is, this is, this represents how Christ came down. Now that, that's legend, yes, but it is the most solid source we have on why people do Christmas trees, and it actually explains why for a very long time, for about, oh, almost 300 years, Christmas trees were a predominantly German practice that were not done throughout the rest of the world. They were just done in Germany. And that's, of course, that's where uh, Luther lived. And if you asked them where they got the Christmas tree idea, they would have pointed to Luther. Actually, they wouldn't have said, well, you know, there were these pagans in Iran and we followed their practices and we don't know why. I, I don't think so. Now, in the 1800s, in the mid-1800s, the British royal family popularized trees even more. Having a German in the family, Prince Albert, they had him uh, import uh, several spruce firs from his native, native country in Germany. And what he did was he put them inside of the royal house. Now, that wasn't that rare for him to do that. What happened in the mid-1800s, though, was periodicals took drawings, art drawings, of the royal family in front of their Christmas tree and published them throughout Britain. And the royal family then, being the superstars that they were, because they were the Justin Bieber's of the world at the time, they were followed by the populace. And year after year, for several years, in the 1840s and 50s, they just continued to publish pictures and, and, and descriptions of the Christmas tree and the, and the ornaments and gifts under the tree and all that stuff. And what was a German habit became a whole, like, a whole British Empire habit, including very popularized in America. It was no longer just the German immigrants, but it was all sorts of people were doing it. So for about the past 160 years, it's been a worldwide phenomenon, which we can trace being popularized to this particular event being published and put in the magazines. So that would be the source. In other words, the source is not uh, some sort of deep pagan activity, uh, or so it doesn't seem to be. Um, Now, is there anything pagan about trees in particular? Because, like, do we read about that, like, on day four, how God called up the pagan gods to make the trees? On day four, he's like, hey, pagans, you get the trees. (laughs) Okay, so there's nothing inherently pagan about trees. There's nothing inherently wrong with trees. Um, Is there anything pagan about putting a tree in your house? Like, does that, like, when it crosses over the threshold, it becomes paganized, no, I, I, this seems silly to think this. Now, if someone doesn't like trees, that's fine. Don't put it in your house. But don't demonize for no reason the thing that's happening. Is there anything pagan about decorating a tree? It's like it's fine, but once you put tinsel on it, Satan. Satan happens. Just, poof. No. I, I, I think that that seems ludicrous. <laughs> okay. And, um, and at this point, we have to stop and go, What is our real problem here? What is it that we're so against? What was actually pagan? If this cult of Asherah was actually doing that practice, then what was pagan was their purpose. For instance, if we're going to say that because um, a pagan at one point in the past, in some undetermined location, in some broad Roman Empire, with no source documents, they worshipped trees and put them in the house and it was part of some cult. And therefore, nobody can use trees anymore, you know, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years later. And they can't bring them in the home and decorate them. Then we have to say that we're not allowed to sing in church. Because, you know, it's a common pagan practice to get together and sing. So, singing must be pagan. So, therefore, we are really worshipping Satan when you're in church singing. Because singing is pagan. This is like the people who said you can't use drums in church because drums, like, are owned by the devil, basically. <laughs> so goes, well, drums were used in bad rock bands and therefore they're they're inherently evil forever. And I'll be like, what about Psalm 150? It tells me to bang the clashing symbols together unto the Lord. Well, that doesn't count. <laughs> okay. All right there. You just start your own religion of things people can't do. <laughs> now, so... What was their purpose? Their purpose was pagan. That's what made it pagan was they made it pagan. You know, they made it worship of a false thing. What is your purpose with a Christmas tree? Well, I'll I'll speak for myself. I think it's fun. It's not that deep. I just think it's fun. I think it smells nice. (laughs) I like the way it smells. I really do. I think it looks good. I take pictures of it stand in front of it, stand there with my wife and go, look, there's our tree. And I'm just happy about it, you know? And th- these are my reasons. And then finally, of course, it's symbolic if you make it symbolic. Now, it's going to smell nice either way, but whether or not you make it symbolic, that's you. I, I certainly wouldn't, you know, want to be able to make the tree symbolic for for kids and give them descriptions and you could use any host of symbolism. I am not going to pretend the symbolism I give it is like inherent to trees and God made it that way. I just, I am giving it symbolism to make it an object lesson. That is on purpose. But that's I think is absolutely fine.